What's going on, Wolves? It's Lotus Aloba here with Matcha Moments for the Creative Mind. And this is a safe haven for creatives to come and learn spiritual techniques that allow you to express your creativity. And I am really excited to be here with you guys. I'm back from my birthday vacation. I turned 28 in Las Vegas with really great food and lots of good weather. And I visited a psychic shop. I got more crystals. I I had a really good time out there. I had a really good time out there. I did a lot of walking. Um... And I had to surrender matcha. I think we spoke about in the last episode that I um, was realizing I had to become tolerant to the matcha that I was making from the gold brand because I was having it every day. And that sometimes happens. Your body gains a tolerance to it and then the benefits are are not as noticeable Um, and may not even work after a while simply because your body's gotten used to it. So I had to let it go for a week and I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do with my life without matcha, right? Um, and that's probably why it happened because you don't want to have too deep of an attachment to anything because uh, that's not healthy. But we'll talk about attachment at a later date. Uh, but then when I got there, I started to I came there with a mission to understand CBD oil um, because I had went to a workshop out here with Nat at the Alchemist Club, the Alchemist Kitchen um, through La Brujas Club. Shout out to my Brujas. I love you, ladies um, and gents. Um, but. I was just like, I was so excited. Like, okay, I'm going to go to Vegas. I'm going to find CBD that works for me because, I mean, these people use it all the time. It's not legal there. I mean, it's not illegal there. So, you know, whatever. And um, I went to a lot of different dispensaries. I learned a lot about um, marijuana in general. And we'll be talking about that too. Um, just not in this episode. But I eventually did get a CBD oil mixture that has like turmeric in it and black pepper and vanilla and MCT oil. So these things that I'm I'm used to that I normally add to my matcha are now just in this like little dropper. And I take um, 0.5 milligrams a day in the morning and at night. So a full milligram throughout the day. And it's really exciting. I like the benefits so far. It's been like maybe a week a full week maybe in two days that I've been doing it but um I can steadily see the results and I'm just happy that I have something in replace of that because I do have a morning routine that involves like you know centering myself it's actually really good to use the drop before I meditate which is helpful kind of helps me to zen out more and just kind of tune out everything a bit better than I normally am used to and I can't wait for my matcha to come back, though. In two weeks, I will be trying out Chacha Matcha's brand. They're finally putting their matcha um, in jars so that we can try it out at home. And I'm so excited because I will be mixing that with my CBD oil for an amazing CBD matcha latte that I will be giving the recipe out on here. But um, yeah, so that's what I was learning. I was learning how to surrender, how to make space for something else to come in my life and be just as amazing, if not better than what I, w- what I had, you know? And um, that's exactly what happened because I set the intention and CBD came into my life and I'm just, I'm so happy I have it. And it made me want to talk about surrender. And I'm going to go off the cuff. So I have an, out- I have an outline here, but I'm really just going to... Like, we are going to have so many more episodes on this topic of surrender because it's a word that's not truly understood. It's a word that's not valued enough, um, especially on a spiritual journey of how often you have to surrender. Um, but I wanted to talk about my first time of consciously surrendering and what that looked like and kind of give you guys some insight on 
what I was able to cultivate when I understood that surrendering is an ongoing process. It's just like forgiveness, just like giving yourself grace. It's continuous. It actually never ends. You don't just surrender once. But there is a moment that you remember where you distinctively had to consciously surrender to create a major shift in your life. And I really want us to resonate on that. And then I'm going to utilize the CPR method to give you guys some even some more guidelines I guess on it it's just such a sensitive topic but for me the first time I realized I had to surrender was my suicide attempt in the park if you guys don't know I attempted suicide a few years ago and um that was not only was it my rock bottom it was my um my time to surrender. I think that most people who hit rock bottom, the next thing that happens is a sense of like surrender. Of it's kind of like, I don't know what else to do anymore. Clearly there's no point in me trying. There's a lot of emotions that come through it. But for me, it was a sense of like, I'm going to stop controlling my life or trying to control my life and allow for whatever needs to happen to happen because what I'm doing is literally making me want to kill myself. Like, I don't even know what else it is that I can do. And that was a real moment for me. And when I said that and just saying, like, you know what, I, I, I give up in that sense. And it wasn't a give up in a defeated way. It was a give up in a way of just, like, whether I was fully aware of it or not, there was something else that needed to help me. And it was just kind of like, I give up. I need help. You know, I give up full control. I'm asking for assistance. You know, or I'm letting go of this. I'm releasing this. I do. I no longer want to carry this with me. I need help. I need to either dissolve this. I need to break it down. I need to throw it away. I need to give it to somebody else. I need to share the load, but I know I can't do it on my own anymore. And that's really what surrender is, is, is asking for help, being open and vulnerable, heart wide open, saying, I'm not able to do this on my own, or this is just too much for me. And just understanding that there is someone, something, some energy there that truly wants to help you move through these dark moments in your life. And for you to gain that awareness that you actually don't have to do this all by yourself if you don't want to. But again, there's a choice, right? So no matter who you resonate with, whether it's the universe, God, source, energy, light, love, um, goddess, it, it doesn't matter, right? The point is, there's something out there that can help you in ways that you can't help yourself. Otherwise, you wouldn't be in a, in a space like that, you know, to surrender. And I find that a lot of um, wolves out there that I know, I can kind of just sense it. You guys are in a space of a, a breakdown. And instead of allowing yourself to break down and surrender, you're still trying to push through it. And... I wanted to make this episode for you because you don't need to push through anything. Just allow it to unfold. Allow it to unravel. Allow yourself to cry. Allow yourself to be uncertain. Allow yourself a space to grow. You can't always grow the way that you want to grow. This is a, a partnership with the universe, with God, source, whoever you resonate with. It's not just about you and your desires. It's also about why you're here. And what you need to do to contribute to the world and the spiritual realm, if you will. Um, like It's like what you're here for. 
You know, it's just not about you and how you want to do things. And I think a lot of times when people do not want to surrender, it's because they are afraid to give up control because they don't know what the hell is on the other side. And they're willing to bet that it's more painful because it's uncertain than what they're going through. And anyone that's had a breakdown and a breakthrough and has surrendered, has genuinely surrendered, will automatically tell you the first sensation that they feel is lighter. You just feel lighter. You just feel like something has literally lifted the world off your back and you're able to stand up a little taller. You realize how much more room you have to be to wiggle and be flexible and, and, and get into your body more. You realize that you have a body. <laughs> I can't even tell you the sensation it was when I noticed my body again um, after hitting rock bottom and in and, and my recovery and just like understanding that like oh wow I was ignoring that I wasn't even um I wasn't even allowing myself to be whole (laughs) I was keeping everything in my head and not utilizing the vessel for what it was so that I can channel those energies and, and all that and not have um to go to that extreme to surrender and now it's a lot easier for me to surrender I surrender almost daily for the most part the minute that it becomes a little frustrating for me on something, I give it God. I'm like, oh, you got this. <laughs> and then I keep it moving because I realize that I have a teammate. I have a powerful teammate that really wants to help me and just asks to be utilized in my day to day. And it's, it's just as simple as saying, you know what, I'm going to let go and let God. If you guys want to use that phrase, because that phrase is pretty catchy. Um, I'd be like, yo, God, you got this? I bet. And I keep it moving. I keep it trucking because it's like... I don't need to be this overwhelmed, this stressed out. I don't need to be this sad, this depressed, this angry over this situation. I don't need to be this frustrated over the situation when I have the universe. When the universe has my back, right? Or when God got me. Like, what am I? No. Again, I want you guys to step out of your ego. Put your ego in the back seat because that's where it belongs. And ask yourself on some realness. Like, yo, real talk. Why do I feel like I need to do this myself, by myself? Why do I feel like I have to solve this entire problem on my own? Why am I not using my resources? Why am I putting myself through struggle, creating more pain than necessary for me to grow? Because that's what struggle is. Why am I doing all of this? For what? So I can say I made it myself or I did it myself. Is it really worth all of that? Or is it time for me to surrender and allow my teammate, God, source, universe, family, friends, come through and help me through this? So wherever you're at in your journey, understand that you're not going to be able to do everything on your own by yourself. And there's nothing wrong with surrendering and letting go of control so that something better can come along. I jokingly mentioned it in the beginning about my mantra, but real talk. I had to like let go of something. I had to release it and be like, you know, I surrender this part of my morning routine that I'm very attached to because I know that something better can come along. Or something that I need right now that's going to grow me in the way that I need to be grown is coming. And I'm here for it. I don't like the fact that I have to let go of matcha, but I will if it is contributing to my growth. Oh, I'll let go of whatever I got to let go of. And people in my life know that. Like, that's just, that's just the wave that I'm on spiritually as I'm growing and understanding and unraveling more and, and just revealing more about, you know, who I am. 
you know, you just you just have that kind of insight of like, yeah, no, I could just give that away, though. I could drag this burden along with me and it would look noble, but I don't really want to do that. I'd rather just give it to God, pray and meditate and communicate with God and, and just strengthen my divine connection. And when it's time for me to know to do a situation, I'll know. Without having to go through crazy, unnecessary pain to get to that same result. Because regardless if you want to surrender or if you do, you have to surrender at some point. As a creative, you have to surrender. You have to let go of whatever it is that you were hoping for for that outcome and allow what needs to happen to happen. And it will either be by force or you can just flow with it. It's totally up to you, though. So with that being said, I want to kind of go over, we kind of went over why we surrender, right? It's just time for us to make space for something else, to ask for help, to not carry this unnecessary burden by ourselves, right? Then it's like, who do we surrender to? You can surrender to God's source, whoever resonates with you. You can surrender to your higher self. You can surrender to nothing. Like, look, I don't know. I just can't hold this anymore. You can actually practice it by... Um, picking up maybe a book or an item and be like, this item is X, Y, Z. This item is this problem. And I'm going to literally place it over here because I don't have to carry this item. And now I have two free hands to go and focus on something else that is not going to pull me down into destruction that I don't need to have, right? Because sometimes we do need to destroy and rebuild. But it's not all the time. It's not as often as it happens in our lives, though. And then from there, it's like, what to surrender? Surrender the shit that is no longer serving you. If it's making you angry, frustrated, um, rageful, uh, resentment, jealous, any of these negative emotions, and you've allowed it to flow through your body, but it's just staying there, you probably need to let that shit go. Anything that doesn't serve your highest good needs to be surrendered. Because you may not have the power to transmute that energy, but God's source, universe, whoever you call on to, can do that with ease. You don't need to add all this pressure to make this coal a diamond when you can give it to the universe. And in, in a snap, it's done. Or when it needs to be handled, it'll be handled in divine timing, which then you know whatever happens, whatever that outcome is, is literally the best outcome for everyone involved. Then it's when to surrender. Surrender when you're feeling tired, when you're feeling exhausted, when you're feeling frustrated, when you're feeling like enough is enough, when you're feeling like you're about to explode and slap somebody. <laughs> that's time to surrender. It's time to be like, ooh, let me step back from this. Because then I'm not going to be my highest self. And this situation is not worth me getting into a lower vibration. Ooh, I want to, though, because it feels good. But I am cultivating self-awareness, and I realize that if I do this, I step back way more than I need to. And then I'm creating unnecessary struggle in my life, and I'm not about that life. So you go, you take that. I'm going to walk this way and handle my business. Those are perfect times on when to surrender, literally. If you start to not feel like your best self, you probably need to let that go. No matter how small, no matter how large you think the problem is, let it go. And where to surrender. If you can cultivate a safe place, then surrender in that, self, that safe place because it's very hard. Sometimes we end up surrendering because we done cried ourselves um, into oblivion on the platform and waiting for the train. Sometimes you surrender there. You really can't always have the ideal place to surrender. But if you are consciously doing it, 
you know it's always good to surrender around a full moon um that's a great time because now you have that cosmic energy helping you along uh you may also want to surrender around nature because nature is just so healing i know when i surrendered i was in the middle of a park i was near a running river and trees and soil i was literally in dirt as it happened and it was very necessary because it allows you to feel grounded and it allows you not to be swept up by the emotions of surrendering the the release um feels painful at first but then it becomes euphoric but if you're not grounded it's very hard to get through the full spectrum of what you're going to feel when you're surrendering um and yeah, like those are the who, what, when, where, why of surrendering. I hope that that really helps you guys, helps you wolves out. And then I want to utilize the CPR method in one way to surrender. So again, it's create a safe space. And that may not be a physical space. It might be a, 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 a space internally where you got to get to that space to just like, okay, let me let this go. Right? Where you might put your hand on your chest and your heart chakra and just be like, I lovingly release this or I lovingly surrender to whatever the outcome is and move forward but you want to create a safe space and I do this daily I do this with my flow spray because it has Florida water in it because it has eucalyptus rosemary Francis and myrrh lemongrass all these very protective and, and healing essential oils um and then it has fresh sage in it now like I you I'll spray my spray to create my safe space right or maybe I might just close my eyes and connect back to my breath to create my safe space. There are so many different ways to do that, but you want to practice it daily. I also shower every day with Florida water soap. I wash my body from head to toe, and I'm literally telling God, like, as you cleanse me, please protect me. As this water runs off, you know, it's my fear runs off, my worry, you know, my disgust, my anger, my envy runs down the drain. And then I lather up again, and then I'm just, you know, loving myself, smelling the Florida water, and just reminding myself, like, okay, I'm blessing myself, I'm anointing myself. And that's how you create safe space as well. I slap a little bit of Florida water on my um, third eye and the back of my neck before I leave. Um, and if I don't, then I spray myself with, flow, with my flow spray and just set the intention of I'm protected and I have release and, you know, I'm in a safe space wherever I go. So that's a great way to do that because when you start to feel safer, I think it becomes easier to surrender. If you don't feel safe, you're not going to be your most vulnerable person, right? You're not going to sit there and just bare your chest out to the world if you feel like the world is going to stab you in your chest. So you want to create that sense and strengthen your aura um, to do that. And I, that's how I do it. There's plenty of ways you can find what resonates best with you. But for me, that is how I create space, create a safe space for me to surrender. And then, of course, these are interchangeable, but prayer and practice is massive for me. Um, prayer helps me so much in surrendering. Just sometimes I can't think of my own prayers and I'll like use the Bible app to give me like a prayer or download a prayer app that gives you a different prayer every day and just kind of focus on that. Um, I do that all the time. I have my Psalms 23 that I repeat, uh, but it's a consistency. It allows me to have this connection to God that helps me to, again, start to feel safer so that I can be like, oh, I can surrender this to you. And it also just practice daily practicing. And again, that goes back to what I was saying about how daily I create a safe space around myself with my flow spray um, and just with my rich, my morning ritual that I use. I practice every day. So when now when those days come, those heavy hitter days, they don't feel like heavy hitter days because I'm ready. My muscle is flexed. 
I've been practicing, I've been praying, I've been communicating to source, God, whoever. And understand that prayer is just another another way to say communicate. If prayer makes you feel if you're uneasy, that's totally fine. It's just how you do how do you communicate with divine energy? Divine source, universe, God, Allah, Yahweh, whoever you call on to. How are you communicating with them? Then just plug that word in instead of prayer. But for me, it's prayer and it's meditation. It's more prayer than it is meditation because sometimes I can't. But you definitely want to just practice it daily. Practice creating that safe space for yourself. So when it's time for you to surrender, you can cultivate it like that. And just lighten the load a little bit for yourself. The last thing you want to do is resonate in the uncertainty and the recovery because I can't tell you how uncertain it is that you feel when you surrender because you it's so interesting it's like okay it's like right before like when you're debating am I going to surrender is this all this uncertainty of like what if like what if I surrender and I'm in the same pain or what if I surrender and like I can't get it back or what if I surrender and I'm not in control anymore and all these what ifs happen right and then it's just like the minute that you surrender the uncertainty becomes certain in your recovery that minute I surrendered and there was space there was a good like I want to say two weeks before I started to recover in a conscious way I had just been releasing and grieving those two weeks in between just grieving the fact that I almost took my life that I almost left people that I love that this pain was inside of me like all of this just grief happened in between my surrender and a lot of uncertainty in between there and then as soon as it was time for it to click that divine timing occurred I felt so certain about my decision I don't understand why I didn't have any proof I didn't have any backup for why I felt so certain like I did but I just did I just knew that everything was going to be better like I just knew I just I knew that I knew that I knew and there was nothing no one could ever tell me you could tell me, girl, I saw your future and it's all going to be just terrible and I would laugh at you. Like, that's how certain it became after I had surrendered. And with surrender came the grief. It came the crying. It came to the questioning. It came the why. And it, 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 all this negative stuff happened in between there. Um, and I think that's why people don't surrender because they're really terrified of that. But I always tell people, you can never be afraid of your own darkness. Literally, it is your own darkness. You own it. like like there's nothing to be afraid of it might get really ugly it might not be as cute as you would like it to be but it's yours so if it becomes overwhelming you can tell it to not be you can you can assess and manage that situation a lot more than you give yourself credit for so it's really important in between that surrender and that darkness that when the recovery comes and that certainty you're just kind of like ooh, i got this and then what anything negative happens afterwards it's so interesting because you just will always handle it differently anything that's happened after my initial conscious surrendering has never been able to rock me the same way and I have lost people that I have loved deeply (laughs) deeply I've let go of things that I had birthed from um years ago that I was attached to and I, I've let go go of best friends that I've had for over two decades. And nothing has seemed to rock me the same because that surrender just laid a new foundation for me. Like, y'all don't even know. I'm just, I'm encouraging you wherever you're at right now, your spiritual journey, please surrender. Stop trying to push through everything. Take care of yourself. 
I don't know what happens, but we kind of lose our minds around this time. We start feeling really guilty and um, unfulfilled in the fact that we didn't reach all these goals that we set for ourselves. And it's about to be the new year. First off, new year doesn't start until February for my real creatives out there, for my wolves out there, for my brujas. Y'all know that that's really what happens because right now during this time frame to when New Year's is, everything is dying. Everything is retreating back in. Why is it then that we're launching everything in January? <laughs> it's the dead of winter. It's called dead of winter for a reason. Like, we, we should not be doing that. And the fact that we rush towards it is just really... um sad because then we're rushing towards it with all of this angst and yeah 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 and then by the second week of january you're not committed to it anymore there's a sense of guilt or ignorance towards it um or you've forgotten about it all together and then you're just trying to recoup or you now have triggered some type of um feeling of sadness because you didn't reach this goal that you set for yourself that cosmically speaking wasn't supported during that time frame Whereas in the beginning of February, it's the, the earth starts to thaw, right? The world starts to come alive again. Animals start migrating back. You know, the groundhog's looking for a shell. Let us know if it's extra, you know, early spring or late winter, things like that. Like, that's the time to start budding these ideas, start planning, lovingly plant these ideas and, and nurture them so they can flourish. But that's a whole nother topic that we'll be getting into because I just feel my wolves out here just stressing themselves out. And I'm just like, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Stop stressing yourself out. If it's not done now, it's okay. You have up until you die to finish things. Real talk. And that could be tomorrow, but it also doesn't have to be tomorrow. We really don't know. The point is that you want to show up every day the best way that you can. And sometimes that is surrendering. Sometimes that is slowing down. Sometimes that is resting and doing absolutely nothing because that's what you need to be doing in that moment so that you can get to that goal. But we all have this fear. If we're not moving, right? If we're not moving, if we're not in movement, then we're stagnant. If we're stagnant, then we're not reaching our goals. Or you could just be still for a moment. Maybe you're taking in the, the, the surroundings and you're realizing how much work you've done and you're getting to look at your accomplishments and take time to celebrate. You can't celebrate while moving. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, we'll be talking a lot about this this month, y'all. We're going to be talking about the concept of celebrating, the concept of rest, <laughs> um, cosmic support when it comes to launching ideas and businesses and things like that we're gonna really be getting into it because i want to make sure that as we're easing into this holiday season that you guys are able to shift into what really matters which is cultivating relationships whether it's with family or friends or self right which with celebrating it's with getting cozy and and intimate with yourself and those that you love and care for and reflection period that's really what these upcoming moments are about and they're not about prepping for a launch at all but to each their own. Um, <laughs> let's get into the matcha mantra for the week. And it is, I am willing to surrender. That's it. I am a declaration. I'm willing to surrender. And if you want to be ballsy, I will surrender. I will surrender. I will surrender at any time need be so that I can be my best self. I will surrender anything I need to let go of so that I can be my best self. I will surrender no matter what, even when I feel terrified to do so because I have full faith that the universe has my back. I will surrender. I am willing to surrender. Whatever level you're at, 
claim that for yourself this week and look at areas in your life where you can surrender. Um, before we hop off, some of y'all might have seen it on the gram or whatever, but your girl posted up her front cover to her book called Matcha Moments. It's inspired by this podcast segment, Matcha Moments for the Creative Mind. It's a weekly devotional. So you would be getting a topic every week that we would be focusing on with a matcha mantra, um, the CPR method on how to incorporate it into your life or how to release it out of your life, depending on what the topic is, and a call to action for social media. So I'm super excited to release this. It's going to be digital at first, and then we'll get some hard copies for the new year. Um, but it comes out December 8th, and I'm I'm very, very excited and proud of this book. It's going to be so delicious. You guys are going to have such a good time reading it. It's just like the podcast, and a lot of the um, weeks are inspired by things in the podcast, but written out a little bit more so you have some, re- some reflective questioning so you can ask yourself things, too. I think that's important in a devotional um, space for you to reflect. So that'll be happening. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. But I want to let you guys know that if you didn't see the cover. And yeah, please follow me on Instagram at Lotus Aloba. DM me about them alignment sprays, y'all. I was talking about flow a lot. And if you guys want to learn more about flow, check out my Instagram TV channel. I have a video explaining how I utilize flow. What else? What else, y'all? What else? Yes, please remember to comment, share, rate, and subscribe. Shout out to all my wolves on iTunes. You guys are really showing me love. I get the weekly stats now. It's so nice to see that. I want to build up the community on Spotify and on Anchor because why not? We want to bring our lost wolves home because Loba Lamb, I feel like it's a dope home for wolves. I feel like we really get a lot of stuff done here. A lot of aha moments a lot of healing and loving and laughing and crying and i mean it's a dope space for wolves i think so so it is (laughs) um but i will talk to you guys next week i cannot wait to talk to you guys next week i actually will yeah no no that's really it sorry i'm thinking about other things now okay let me hop off talk to you soon bye